welcome back to Golden Craftcast, everybody. You're welcome here with uh, Mansky Fresh, Manny Ruiz, and uh, my great, loyal confidant and cousin. I don't know about that, but I'm just your cousin, Sergio. Yeah, my asshole cousin, <laughs> Sergio. Just kidding. He's a good guy. Uh, we're here sure. on business. We're here yeah, on business. business. And let me tell you, there's a couple things stirring around in my head that steers me to the direction of saying that you might want to hear the business. What kind of business? Well, first of all, just listen to this. You hear that quality, baby? We stepped it up a notch over here in the Golden Craft Run realm. Golden Craft Cast, baby. We got baby. our microphones today. We got our mics. We were too excited, so we just decided, you know what? Let's test them out and let's do an let's episode. Let's do an episode. A mini um, episode. I mean, like, <laughs> we don't have our stands yet. The stands come in tomorrow, but we're Joe Rogan in it. And we're going to have those fucking Joe Rogan stands that we can do the podcast with. Sure. Just to, uh, you know, so you guys don't hear all the burping and all the weird shit that you usually hear on I mean, the you're still gonna hear it. on the lapel mics. You might hear it every now and then, but not as vastly as you did before. And right. uh, this is one of our executive decisions that we would do this. And, uh, you know, we put down for it and we're ready to. Put it down on the podcast, Let's baby. Put it down. Let's put it, put down. it down. Okay. Put it down, Mr. Brown. So Mr. let Brown. me just say, man, like, so. obviously, you know, sent from now to the last podcast we did, it was very open-ended. It was very, you know, uh, well, obviously it was a music episode. So it was kind of talking about what we like where we came from as musicians right and i feel like this episode should kind of be aimed towards drinking more about like, drinking more about drinking like drinking stories i mean yeah drinking stories i mean that would be a make that would make you know a what? good you can fucking have podcast stories without the drinking yeah Let's so uh first beer we got some good stuff here uh and we're ready to spread the news as far as it goes. You know, I'm only one man, you know. And and when you have a beer such as this one, you could only share it with your family, you know. You could only share it with one of your best friends, you know. Keeping us in suspense. What is this beer? This beer is a Firestone Walker beer. It's a great beer that comes from inside of a barrel. It came inside the barrel and is now <laughs> sticky monkey sticky monkey is a beer that i've loved and i've shouted out on the podcast many a time many times many times many times and today we're gonna drink that beer right. we're gonna drink that beer until i don't know what time it is tomorrow and i got homework so that goes to show you something we're going to drink until he thinks it's actually Saturday. You know what? But I should also <laughs> maybe talk about what I have to do in my class, too, because that's it's pretty interesting. It's some interesting stuff we're coming. I'm doing argumentative writing, so it's kind of it's interesting. Jeez. Oh, I've been there before. Oh, shit. Here we go, huh? <laughs> All right. Well, um, let me tell you about Sergio is just eager to fucking drink this beer. Let I'm me just tell you, he's fucking antsy. About- so, are we just gonna like? Just smell it. Just admire that shit. That is, that is good. 
That is some good sticky monkey. Sticky monkey? Sorry for the sound effects. <laughs> if you were listening to that in your car, <laughs> sorry. Yes, we did deeply apologize for all that. He doesn't. He really doesn't deeply apologize. That's I just really a, don't. He's just trying to be courteous here. I am being courteous. All right. So let's get down to the brass tacks here. Uh, drinking stories and when you started drinking and when you really started appreciating beer, I would say, would be the best questions of the day while you sip that Sticky Monkey. That's not a 2017 Sticky Monkey. That's a 2016. Last time we had the 2017 pool. So let me talk about this. It's like a whiskey. It is like a whiskey. It is like smooth, a bit smoky, and gives you that that tinge, and it just lingers in your mouth. I think there's a big difference. Yeah, cocoa flavors. There's a big difference between 2017. and the 2016. Ooh, this one's way smokier. Yeah. This one is There's way smokier. Because the, the 2017 Sticky Monkey... Right. ...was a lot more... Um, how could I describe it? Syrupy, had that molasses, like that thickness, you know? This mm-hmm. one's a lot lighter, but it still holds a lot of the flavor of... The twenty, the the twenty seventeen. Yeah. You know. Um, the twenty seventeen was like the baby version of this. <laughs> really was. <laughs> like you could really taste. Like I feel like they literally just like ashed, in this fucking barrel. Like you could taste that much smoke. It's like, it's there. Like it's cigar smoke. Right. Right. You feel that. Yeah, it's not I, like 2017. More, yeah, it's more prominent in this one than the last the one. The 2017 is a lot more sticky, a lot more syrupy, um, but this one is more of a smoky. It is syrupy in its own recognizance, but it's also very um, subtle on the tongue. Well, all I said is like it was pretty smoky, and it's in the forefront of that it's taste. Just, it's lighter on the tongue. It's yeah. not as heavy as the other one. It, yeah, it actually wasn't as heavy as like the 2017. The 2017, the 2017 was heavy. Yeah, first. the 2017 was heavy. It was, like I said, it was very syrupy. It had that bourbony taste. Not as much smoke, but definitely there. More vanilla taste, I would say, but always always that coconut flavor is that back end on the sticky monkey that's why i love this beer is because it has the coconut the coconut flavors in yeah it. it's very big on coconut i fucking love coconut yeah. man. yeah and this is actually a heavy hitter this is 11.6 in alcohol value i remember on one of my birthdays i literally got four different beers <laughs> of coconut straight coconut and one of them was Death by Coconut by Oscar Blues. Mm-hmm. The other one was um, the Coconut. It was the co- What was it? Was the Maui Brewing Coconut Porter. That shit was bomb. And I also picked up the Golden Road um, Coconut Wheat, which was very weedy and interesting. So I took this wheat while tasting that coconut. 
Okay, so the Kona Island, there was a Kona beer. The coconut, it was like a... Are you sure it's a Kona? Yeah, it was, it was a coconut one. Coconut... Fuck, sorry. It's cool. And we're back. Yeah, so that Kona coconut beer is fucking devastatingly good, dude. It's like, okay, if you like coconut and you've tried Death by Coconut by Oscar Blues, you will definitely love this beer because it mixes that with an amber tinge, man. It just like, it's, you know, yeah, it's epic, dude. All delicious. All freaking delicious. Coconut freak right here. Um, I love coconuts. Let me tell you. It's that tropical feel. Nothing's more tropical than a coconut. Give me a mango. Mango you can buy anywhere. All right? Mango cart. Exactly. Give me a coconut. Where can you buy a coconut? Also in the street, but a little, little more rare. A little more rare. Right. You know? Think about how many miles they have to travel just to get here. To toast a coconut, you know, it takes time to get that flavor in there. And the the best coconut, if you want to go for toasty coconut, I would say go with the coconut hiwa, definitely. From Maui Brewing Company, the coconut hiwa is the way to go if you want to do some, like, toasty coconut. If you want to do a lighter coconut, go with the coconut wheat. That shit is bomb, Okay. The I coconut wheat. Cider, since it's wheat. Coconut wheat. Coconut weed. I mean, what? I, I said wheat, but yeah, sure, weed. Yeah, the coconut wheat from uh, Golden Road. That shit is bomb, okay? It's like a little blue and yellow package. It's really nice. It looks yeah. it looks great. And on, when it's really cold, really that's when it's the color. best. When it's cold, that's when it's the best, dude. Right. Definitely. The, the wheat's all day. When it's the cold, that's when it's the best. Mm. You know, it mixes everything when it's cold. Like, it mixes all the, like, flavors inside of it when it's the coldest. Yeah. That's what I've noticed. You know, like, it keeps them more frozen, intact, and in place. It preserves the taste. You know, it pres- preserves the taste. Not only that, but it kind of mixes them in, you know? Oh, really? Yeah. That's, so those, those are my coconut beers, man. And the cocoa brown is just uh, more a cocoa. It's more of a cocoa taste. Chocolatey, chocolatey coconut Chocolate taste. Chocolatey cocoa? Chocolatey coconut taste. Oh. But if you're a hands down. Is that a porter? Um, not like, not like the Hiwa. The so other ones, it? it's what a little. What type of beer is it? What's that? What type of beer, beer is it? Which one? The one that you were mentioning before. The one that tastes like chocolate. What is it called? I don't remember. Oh my God! So that, that's why I asked you because I knew you weren't gonna remember. Um, I'm not gonna remember anything that's coconut related. I, I you hate coconut? Yeah, I really hate it. What? What? I hate it. You hate coconuts? Yeah. What kind of tropical flavors do you like then? I like mango. You like mango carts? I like mango carts. I like mango carts too. I like uh, pineapple, and I like. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> you like pineapple and you like mango. Mango. That's the extent. What about guava? 
Well, actually, I could fuck around with guava. Guava's good. Yeah, especially. What about watermelon? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you gotta fuck around with some watermelon. I don't know. I tried it. Not interested. The thing is, is this. If you guys ever want to try something in the summer, (laughs) check this out. This is a little tip for our close podcasters that have been listening through. Oh, great. If you buy the Golden Road pack of the carts and you do all the different, like, the melon cart, the mango cart, uh, what's the other cart? I forget, but I know what you're talking about. They have variety packs now. The pineapple cart. So you basically, you get that, but you also get a like a fruit plethora from Costco or Spar and Final, like the little cut of fruit yeah. and shit. And what you do is you accent the beers with the fruit. So you bite the fruit, you sip the beer. And it tastes fucking amazing, dude. I know, it's a little fruity. It might be a little fruity. You know, but, but in the summertime, you need to hydrate up in this bitch, you know? So the only way to hydrate is through fruit. And then Fruits take a couple shots. And fruity beers. Fruity beers. Fruity beers. I mean, that's what I say. Weedy beers. Weedy. Weedy? Weedy. Weedy. Why do you put so much emphasis on the H? It's a, in what way? <laughs> cool way. Cool quip? Hey, man. You're just sipping on a lot of sticky monkey. You ain't giving the fucking monkey some of the sticky monkey, you know? I feel like a monkey is like my spirit animal. Okay. I gotta ask. What year of the Chinese calendar were you born in? You're the monkey. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Pointing out the obvious. <laughs> yeah, I was born in the year of the monkey, dude. I don't um, know how else to say it. Yeah, I was born in the year of the horse. I'm a horse. The horse? The horse? That's a bird joke right there. The horse. The horse. Actually, I used to say that too. <laughs> the horse? You want to bring in the horse? You know who likes horse? Couple horse. Ben Franklin. Really? That guy likes so much horse. Really? Ben Franklin? Oh, hell yeah. That guy was a player. The guy on the fucking $100 bill? Yep. Tell me about Ben Franklin. Ben I'm Franklin. curious. What do you... Well, okay, first of all, what did he drink? What did he drink? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know the historian. But I imagine he drank fine wine. I actually had a residency up in uh, France. Ben Franklin really China. drank. Yeah, he really did drink. <laughs> no, he did. I'm looking at Google right now. He said uh, he began every day with a draft of hard cider before <laughs> breakfast. Before breakfast, before dog. Before breakfast. Wake up and drink. Keep it going. He drank three glasses of Madeira, a wine fortified with rum, mm-hmm. every night before bed. <laughs> and then underneath there it says beer. Probably the most famous drinking story about Benjamin Franklin is his oft-quoted remark that beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. There is no evidence that he ever said this, although he did write something very similar about wine. Quote, Behold the rain which descends the roots of the vines to be changed into wine, a constant proof that God loves us and loves to see us happy. End quote. Shout out to uh, differedsguide.com for that. 
I actually learned a little bit of Ben Franklin uh, through another podcast. Um, this was a podcast that talked about films, and they were covering the... Alcoholics? No. They were covering 1776, which is... Uh, 1776. It's which the freedom is, movement. That was the year America was born. But yeah, sure. That was the freedom movement. Yeah. 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 Right. Working on freedom. Right. So it's a musical based on the foundations of this country. And they were talking about like Ben Franklin and how accurate certain things in the movie depicted him. Like, for instance, he used to sleep during like uh, every meeting with the freedom movement. And he would pretend to sleep to take in the information. And also not only that, but having to say the right thing at the at the right time and say like, hey, that's just fucking stupid as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he would just Dude. go in and out hey, into so the meeting. So basically he used sleeping as like kind of like con. Yeah, like in a, a way. Like a decoy exactly. to him actually listening. Yeah. Because some of the time, because some of the time he would actually. Okay. Okay. Now he really does fall asleep. I'm getting in on this now. He really does fall asleep, but at times he pretends to fall asleep. Right. So it's either way. It's. I mean, it's a fifty-fifty chance he's asleep or not. But (laughs) this guy, I. He was old as fuck. He was old as fuck. How old was he? How? What time did he? How old was he when he died? Um, he died pretty early on. Well, then again, a lot of people died pretty early on. How old was Ben Franklin when he died? Benjamin Franklin was 84 years old when he died in 1790. Okay, so Benjamin Franklin was 84 years old when he died. 1790, he died, right? Yeah. So that was like 14 years before it even happened. So 14. So he was about 70 years old. Dude, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck the guy? Fuck that guy, dude. You know what? Like, wasn't he into slaves and shit, though? Uh, a lot of them were into slaves. So Ben Franklin was into slaves? Yeah. Fuck that guy, then. But He's a Hamilton. fucking dick. Hamilton was into slaves. Dude, he's too. a dick. Dude, anybody that was like, yeah, this guy, I'm better than that guy over there, working in them fields, knowing how to plant them, you know, whatever. That's fucked up, dude. You can't do that. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. But, you know, talking about the Antebellum days, there's going to be a movie called Antebellum, which actually looks pretty fucking interesting. You mean Django Times? Yeah. Django Times. Django Times. Uh, Yeah, a time that we kind of... Wild West, baby. ...take to controversy nowadays, and, you know, it still affects us today. It's a part of our history, and you know what? You know what? A lot of different parts of the world other than us are still dealing with um, controversy upon other nations. Like, for example, Korea and Japan. Uh, At some point in time, Japan, you know, fucking dominated Korea and then, like, they took some of their land, right? Mm -hmm. So, they're still, they still are, you know, heard about that. And all of the Japanese people in the area, they're like, we're like when i see a korean person like i think they're cool like you know but if you were the winner of the battle of course you would take that position yeah, you know you're gonna say that <laughs> you know like, yeah, kiss ass it's like now you're in a position but, where it's like 
You're feeling bad about the. If you really did feel bad about it, then maybe you should be like, "All right, well, maybe we'll bring back the border." They would. They would (laughs) like that, though, right? Uh, I don't think so. That wouldn't be a. That's a. That's a major reparation, though. When it comes down to it, that's a major reparation. Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's like really uh, progressing. That's key to everything in the world like what do you think like you know through this time around like during like black lives matter this time around yeah. now the whole world is responding to like this movement yeah as opposed to like uh what like four years ago 2015 2016 i mean just think about martin luther king times like yeah the birmingham bridge was a that's what fucking we're dealing with bro yeah it was a front of police officers Okay, and they were ready to whoop some fucking ass. They were ready to whoop some ass. And the leader of that whole, the sergeant of all those fucking cops, his name, they called him the Bull. You're right. They called him the Bull of Birmingham. Okay, so this motherfucker had his own code name and his own demeanor of how he dealt with people, and he was known for it. Okay, right. So how are you gonna tell me that it wasn't planned? Like they weren't gonna fight. You know, right. it was. They were ready to resist. It were. It wasn't the resistance from the people that they had to worry about. It was a resistance from the policemen. Yeah. You know, because they're the ones with the weapons. Dude, come on! Like nobody's nobody's gonna, you know, kill somebody with a sign that they have. Yes, there's been protesters that have brought weapons on site right. and try to do something. Yes, that has happened. You know, with grenades and all kinds of fucking, you know, flash grenades, shit like that. But dude, at the major point of it, like the core of it, like just like everybody says, you got to you got to tell you got to separate the the bad cops from the good cops. Yeah. You know? And it's kind of hard to do that um Especially with the it's very system, hard to do with that. a system already established, and there's no guideline between like what classifies as a good cop or a bad cop. I mean, the main thing is like um, nobody's really evaluating like this person that's going into training to become a cop to become an authority figure, and they're out there just like giving the best to anyone who's capable of and to do the job, but they're not really asking themselves this this. The per is this the like the right person to actually like take up that authority position? You know, not everyone's right for it. Not everyone's right for it. And to to be honest, like I met people that were in the military that I felt like, dude, you really joined the military? Like, what's going on? Like, I don't know what's happening, but right. like. That's our livelihood. Yeah, I have a friend that's in the military, and I will not understand why he did. And and listen, <laughs> and not I'm not <laughs> li- listen to say so much. Like I'm not talking down upon it. Yeah, like we need people like I that. Am. But at the same <laughs> fucking time, you cannot let yourself be bombarded by another man. Like the man's issue, in my sense. I mean, like I don't know, yeah. like. I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying. It's a complete different perspective. AC honoring it as opposed to us. We're like, whoa, I don't want to do, I don't want to like 
fight for a country that's like going into wars and going into well i mean look countries where look don't fight fighting will happen fighting will happen but yeah. the real question if you really want to get to the root of it is why are we fighting exactly that's it yeah if you get down to that point then you'll fucking figure out the real world problems we can't eat at night that's what we're fucking fighting I'm mad because I can't fucking eat. Like my kids can't eat at night. I don't have electricity. What's the internet? You know what I'm saying? Like these are outer outer world third world problems that you know we're able to talk about freely in this space, but people way across this planet can can never hear this because they don't have electricity. They don't have internet. They don't have sanitation. They don't have medical assistance. Even though all these motherfucking film groups go over to their countries and they start filming all this shit and saying, wow, look how bad it is over here. Yeah. And nothing ever happens. Yeah, it's almost like they're and being exploited. It's it's and it, it it's the worst kind of exploitation because these people have nothing left, Sergio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's fucked. Yeah, it makes you think, like, we have it good, but at the same time, while we have it good, we're not even sharing it, or we're not even doing anything good to, like, uh, bring up that cause, or having to make things a whole lot better. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, man, and and I wish a lot of other people knew what we meant when we said that thing, but the, the honest truth is, a lot of people don't. They don't know about this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, they really don't. Well, they're aware of it, but they just don't want to, like, look at it. It's just I mean, I think it's like, crazy that we kind of took a turn into conspiracy in this. You know, it's kind of a little bit of everything. I feel like I got deja vu right now. Yeah, me too. And <laughs> I'm looking at the Google right now and celebrating Dalhan Earhart. Earhart? Earhart. And she is, look, she's all about space and shit. Let's see what she's about. Look, I love clicking on the Google things. I love clicking on them and seeing, you know, the little animations and stuff. Yeah, it's just like, they have a different animation every day. You're just like, okay, what are we celebrating today? It's an experience. It's like waking up and going into class as a kindergartner and seeing today's ice cream day. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is educating. It's like, oh, like, it's what's this educating, day about? Yeah. You know, and how was ice cream made? And, you know, like, what's Earth Dilhan Day Dilhan Earhart. Okay. Earhart. Earhart. Earhart? Earhart? Perchance? Okay. I'm just repeating what you're saying. Who was <laughs> Delight Earhart? Google Doodle Commentaries, iconic Turkish astrophysicist. Okay. She was an astrophysicist. She ultimately demonstrated that contrary to received wisdom, the sun is not warming, but is actually getting cooler and losing brightness. Wait, is that? So she figured out that (laughs) our planet's dying, basically. Well, to be fair, our sun is a star and eventually stars will die out. And they go on a fashion. We're not going to (laughs) be... Thank God we're not going to be old enough to, like, see that. Because <laughs> we'll be dead by that. With modern science, we could be. We Maybe could be old enough. 
Honestly, with my dude, science, if, okay, we honestly, could probably live up to like 150. Dude, Elon Musk is fucking on his way to doing that shit, dude. With uh, Neuralink. Right. As long as they literally link me into like a, a separate brain. What if you could just be like, <laughs> all right, be more sober and just like press plus on the app and you'll just be more sober in like an instant? Oh my God. That would be so sick. It's like, I like the level that I'm at. I like the 30 37% drunkness level, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but they're also good with drugs. Like, if you're tripping too hard, you're like, take it down a notch. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, dude. <laughs> dude, that's crazy. I never thought about it like that. Really? I mean, just bring, talking about alcohol. I know I've been Because I know I've been drunk, like, uh, where I'm at. I'm yeah. Like, oh, I'm too drunk. I wish I could be. Or like, or like, what if, like, you could save people's lives? Like, if it, like... They took too much of their prescription, you know, and yeah. like they could literally just be like, oh, just like they turn off the, their system. the like yeah. the access, like close the gate to like that. I don't know if you could do that, man. Right. That's an interesting topic. Yeah. Actually, the other day while we were recording, I was actually tripping out because I had a whole realization about like um, our planets. Right. So we're the only planet that has life. And supposedly supposedly and I don't believe that there's no proof that there's any life in the planets yeah but you know what I thought okay. you know what I thought like it may seem like there's nothing out there but what if we we say this what if we can't really see anything or feel anything or perceive anything because we're not even living in the same reality plane as the other planets so if we were in a different reality plane, we were able to see beings. Okay. I don't think we're even intelligent or have the perception of that, but our UFO friends might have. Do you just hear that? Yeah. I didn't touch any of my devices right now, but it just fucking did that. You know I'm right. They're listening to us right now. Hey, we're on your guys' team, man. We're just trying to hang out. Hey, we're just... We figured out. Just but no raping us. Is. We don't want to get raped. <laughs> okay? I've been annually raped. Probed. I've been annually probed by an alien. I've been annually probed. Look at the anus. Do you hear Look, it's going off. Look, it's nose. It fucking nose. Yeah, I heard it. You heard it, right? Yeah. Oh, this is a paranoid turn. I'm very paranoid right now, yeah. Serge. This is kind of weird. You should be. I always like this background, and I don't know why I chose this background of the Aurora Borealis. Hey, I always want to see it. I always want to see it, too. I always want to see it. And yeah, I'm, it's just I, one of those things we can't see, like, down here. No, it's it's one of those things that I'm going to see in my lifetime because... It's one of those things, like, you know it exists, but you will, don't believe it until you actually see it. I feel like that is the dimensional plane that's mixing in. Like that's the airport. You know, like, right? You know? Yeah. Like that's where I energy enough, connects. I need. You know? I seen enough like TV shows or movies to know that's fucking true. I'm not gonna name any TV shows. Um, <clears throat> it's dark material, but yeah, it's just so weird how like. Uh, like life science or any like science at all makes a lot of just logical sense of why certain things are well in the case of the aurora lights it's like it only occurs like 
in our northern hemisphere. Like you could actually see that like in northern But Europe. you know about the north and the south, right? And what we know about the north and the south. Do you know uh, about this that? Is a political, this is going to be a political thing. This is kind of a political thing because it was okay, shown in the West Wing. Sure. And they basically showed, this is the facts. The northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere are actually transversed. They're upside down. So our north is literally the south. The south. And the south is the north. So we're the Yankees? No, we're not the Yankees because we're still west. But, but now we're, nor- so- we're okay. northwest. But we're San we Francisco. SoCal. We're Sa- we're NorCal. Or technically. NorCal, yeah. That's what I'm saying. We yeah, live in Yeah, we're South NorCal. Cal. They're SoCal. <laughs> Isn't that fucking crazy? Oh, never thought yeah. about it that way, but yeah, sure. Isn't that weird? This whole time we perceived it no, as the other No, literally, look that shit up. No, I believe... There's a real thing. It's like our equator and the map that we know is fucking flipped upside down. We don't have the same map that everybody learns in school, dude. It's not that map. Yeah. And how the fuck are you going to grade people... You know and what? tell them that they're worth this much if they gonna, don't know how much of fucking this map that's fake. Talking about maps, I just want to point out. I'm, I, making, I'm getting mad. I'm just going to point out. I'm getting really out, fucking mad right I, now. I just want to like say something about this because obviously since we live in America, like every time we look at a map like in the classroom, we're the center of the map. But what what does it look like like if you live in Korea or India or in the UK? Right. right. Is like are they in the center of the map too? If you guys live in the, all right. I know there's some international listeners out there. Yeah, let's let's uh let's shout out to the international listeners. Yeah, shout out to the international. Yeah, we want to hear from you. How does your map look like? How does it look like? And what's your favorite beer? In your classroom, what's your favorite Um, beer? Goldencraftrun.com will be up soon. No, it won't. As soon as it can be. But in the meanwhile, you can reach us out at goldencraftrun at gmail.com or goldencraftrun on IG, Instagram. Instagram, baby. Do it on Instagram. Oh, we also have a Facebook. Golden Craft Run on Facebook. And on Facebook, too. Look, look I know up. most of our listeners actually do it through Instagram. Right. Uh, Spotify and what's the other one Facebook yep okay a little bit on Facebook but not as much not as much that's fine it's that's fine. fine I don't trust Facebook neither do I but hey you, what are you gonna do what are you gonna do anyway Jesus hey man you're feeling the sippage on this huh yeah pretty much alright Sergio what's up I gotta ask you. What? You love Rick and Morty. We all know this, all right? Yes. But what would be your top two of animated series while you were growing up as a kid? Hmm, that's a good question. I know it is. That's why I asked it. It's probably gonna take like twenty minutes. Does it to load. sound good? Am I am I still picking up over here? Yeah, you sound a little distant because you're. Yeah. How about this? Is that a little better? Yeah, it's better. Way better? Way better. Okay. Way better. 
Well, when it comes to animated series, I have to give a shout out to The Simpsons. It was actually a cartoon. Okay, we get it. We get it. We get it, dude. We get it. We get it. Okay. Okay. Let's just let him do his fantasy. All right. Sorry, everybody. Sergio was doing his fantasy. And he always wanted to do that, so he did it. Now it's marked off his list. Sure. Sure it is. But that's probably one of my top um, two of it. Me too. And when it comes to number the second one, I'm not really sure. Because a lot of things I kind really? of mind. Okay. <laughs> it would have to be The Simpsons and Animaniacs. I know it's the Animaniacs. It's Animaniacs. Got baloney in our slacks. <laughs> That's literally a line in the fucking title song. Right. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. It's funny that um, they're considered like the Warner Brothers kids. And they literally live in Warner Brothers studio. Yeah, in, in the, the tower. Whole, yeah, the, in the water, water tower, tower right there. So they make a whole joke about that. And really, shout out to Steven Spielberg, who actually produced this. And Which is really strange, because I never yeah. knew, like, he really got into animation and doing, like, animation right. stories. Yeah, he for really got... reason. Yeah, he really got for behind... For a reason. He really got behind in, like, movies like The Lamb Before Time or the FIFO movies, the American Tales. Because that's produced and actually created by Don Bluth, which was backed up by, uh, like I said, Steven Spielberg, not George Lucas. And he really believed what he was doing because Don Bluth was actually a Disney animator. And he came into his own. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, you know, you really got to consider... Dude, this was clear film like it was basically like thin plexiglass that they were fucking drawing on mm-hmm. right layers on layers of thin plastic layer okay right lost me oh yeah sure no but that's what it was like they it was a very thin like 0.008 or some shit of what of fucking like plastic uh, I forget the fucking term, but it's basically the same shit they use for film. Uh, celluloid? Yeah. Okay. It was celluloid, but a, a layer of it. Yeah. And they add it all to to size. You cut it up to size, okay? It's just like a fucking kindergarten project, man. Yeah. You cut it up to size. You cut it into the frame. You make It's size. like, have you ever made a flip book? That's what it is. But with fucking these expensive ass shit, and if you fuck one up, it's it's wasting money. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, it comes with the details and layers and everything that comes down to it. You gotta be. They gotta trust you with using the the production equipment yeah. because this is the this is it. Like you're using this equipment. You're using this palette of, you know, basically film currency. You know. 
Yeah. In a way, like, you have to draw on this. You have to draw on this, and you can't fuck up. Because if you fuck up, it's going to look fucked up, and no one's going to want to watch the movie. And, you know, everything that's fucked up that you draw, we're going to throw out, and you're going to have to start again. Right. How harsh is that? It's very It's crazy. Because you're working up at this point where you're like, okay, so uh, good. It's good so far, but then... You do a little mistake and you're just like, fuck that, man. You're beating yourself up on that. Yeah, it could be like, you could be com- completely done with the background, completely done with everything. Yeah, everything's just perfect. Everything's just perfect. Well, actually, when you use that, you, you can actually have the same background, right? Right. But it's like the whole person, the whole arm or whatever's moving. If you mess up one finger, one something, and it doesn't look clean enough, it's not going to cut it. Okay. I mean, it's not gonna cut it. Alright, I just thought about another childhood um, animation. And Mulan? No. I love but Mulan. It is, Shout out but to it Mulan. Is, it is a Disney movie. I fucking love Mulan. And I feel like it's a little bit underappreciated. It's very underappreciated. But it is the film Fantasia. <sighs> 2000? No, the original one. I'm gonna so, shout out to my boy Vega, cause last time I got the stinky monkey. It was with Vega. It was with Vega. Okay. And uh, Fantasia, Fantasia and Vega. And Fan Vega. Fan Vega. Fan Vega. Yeah. That's the name of the episode. Fan Vega. Dot com. But, yeah, when it comes down to it, Fantasia was actually, like, um, a little bit experimental at the time of Disney. And I feel like they were trying to do something new, but also trying to, like, keep their uh, their trademark. Their, you know, the same type of animation that they used as before with Snow White and everything. But, you know, having to come into different uh, creativities. Because they included, like, what? five different stories with synchronizing with like the music a live orchestra that was actually like in the film it was a plethora of music and animation technology animation <laughs> and animation yeah the te- yeah the animation because they were the they were trying to do cutting edge shit i mean they yeah. tried to d- utilize 7.1 dolby surround sound right that's real shit like engineers audio engineers know this like that was the epitome of surround sound dude like they were really able to utilize that shit yeah because when it comes down today it was just the sound of it was all about sound really i mean there was i mean if, and if people know better and if people want to say something about what came before that then yeah speak up right let us know you know Contact us. DM us on Golden Craft Run. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Once it. again, man. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to us uh, in our rants, in our ways, and in our contribution to... I want to call it a rant. <laughs> craft Society. Sure. What we're saying is we're very appreciative that you listened to the episode and the features are 
the episodes that are coming into the future. Oh, fuck. Listen to the quality and how dope it is. It's happening. Okay, this episode was definitely different in sound too. But we haven't got, like we said before, we haven't got our clamps um, now. So right now we're just experimenting with our microphones that we got today. Bonus episode, baby. This is a bonus episode, a mini episode. And I hope you guys mini like it. or weenie episode. Let's make it a mini weenie. A mini weenie episode. A mini weenie episode. That's All what right. they're going to be called now. Yeah, that's what it's going to be called. Right. Yep. That's sticking. The mini weenie episode. Uh, that's definitely going to stick. Like the sticky monkey we're drinking. Cheers to the craft. Cheers to the craft. Uh, I don't have another beer, but yeah, I'm going to take a sip of this. Woo! Good shit, Serge.